0: Visit chrissawyer.anny-mac.com. Email him at csawyer at maccom or give him a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345.
1: Corporate NMLS number 338923. Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Mac Home Mortgage. lo Act. Direct. Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender. Broker Number ML 338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker. License Number MC 338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number 20112810. l call for additional details.
2: Throwing jabs, always full send Here we go again, Jared, Joe, and Jays Crest top three corner man, Punching in, with a punch's chance we find a way to win The main event, locked it in Every Saturday at 10, the overhand is out of hand When it comes to fisticuffs Slide of hand on the undercard, you'll never see the punch. Uppercut, got you missing wave, feet are stepping late. Keep your guard up feeling faint from a faint. Take a stand and eight, then retaliate. Put up your duke, stick and move. Bob and wave, don't lose hope against the ropes, there's always an escape. Never stay down, one more round, bells ringing. Counterpunch with your chin tucked, and go down swinging. We bring crosses with no worship, hooks with no verses, combinations with no locks. When you feel the flurry, it's curtains. From scrub scraps to fight stats, relax if you want the facts, because the best combat podcast is throwing jabs.
3: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Throwing Jabs Combat Sports Podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined by Joe guy and Jared Jones, and we are live on CT, Politics TV, and Amazon, Roku, and Fire Stick. And as always, you can check out anywhere you get podcasts from, download Throwing Jabs Podcast, as well as YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Now, we got a lot to, not a lot to preview, but we got a lot to recap, as we had a big UFC 81 last week. Let's start off with main event. Alex Pereira finishes Adesanya in the fifth to become the UFC middleweight champion. Recreates re- uh, what he did at, against Adesanya on kickboxing. Finishes that. Uh, Joe, what do you think of the fight?
0: Well, uh, man, I, I wasn't surprised uh, how it ended. But, uh, you know, again, I think in light of what Leon Edwards did a couple weeks ago, against Kamra Usman it, it was a situation where you know you thought the champ had would, would would have done enough and, and had kind of held on and another one of these late finishes. Pereira clearly has Israel Adesanya's number. He doesn't fear Israel Adesanya. I would you know I'll I'll be honest I would have preferred a few more punches before they stopped that fight. Because when he dropped to the knee, I think he was doing it uh, kind of not because he was he was hurt, but I don't think he fell because he was hurt. I think he was more uh just trying to get himself in and from not being hit. Because he did bounce right back up. So I would have I would have preferred that they fight that out a little more, let the guy go out in his shield, as they say, but um Look, Pereira just—he knows what he's doing in there, uh, especially against Israel Adesanya. And Adesanya, I, I thought was a lot more aggressive than he's been in most of his recent fights, which is good. It's like he wanted to—he wanted to put some hurting on uh, Pereira, and and uh, he he got bested again. That's just how this this relationship's gone.
4: You know, you and I were saying that if this. If this fight goes to Pereira, it's going to look like Leon Edwards um, and Usman. And and it did. Yeah. You were, he won one round. You were falling asleep in the fifth and then bang, something bad happened. I want you to tell me who this reminds me of though, Joe. Come on, Joe. Great champion. Lost in the amateurs. A boxer. Tony, where you at? Come on, Joe. Amateur. Guy beat him in the amateurs. Guy comes up to pros. They, he almost doesn't get the shot, and then they finally give it to him and knocks him out twice, and his whole life is different. Come on, guys. Is that, You got any um, excuses now, Roy?
0: Oh, wow. All right.
4: Antonio Tarver.
0: Tarver. Yeah, yeah. Beats right Roy on. in the
4: amateurs, follows yeah. him all the way up through the pros. You got any excuses now, Roy? Do you have any more questions? Do you have any more questions? Yup. Got any excuses now, Roy? Antonio Tarver. Just I hated kind that. Of had his number.
0: Oh yeah, I hated I that so much. <laughs> and I, I remember, I remember, dude, at the time too. I remember thinking, like, dude, that was the amateurs. Ain't no way, you know. Roy is that good? I'm sorry, but I, I maybe when you guys. Uh, You know, Jared, you know, you look, you're a fighter. You've, you fought your whole life, right? I mean, there's just some people who you don't match up well with, or they just got your number for whatever reason. They, they just, you're just a a big old target when you're fighting those people.
4: Um, yeah. Booju was like that left-handed kid, a big, powerful left hand. And, um, I dominated the kid for about eight rounds, and then I told him that if you're left-handed, you want to try to keep your foot outside of the other guy's front foot. And after that, it was like the only way to hit him was to jump into the into the lion's mouth. And he just, for some reason, yeah, he. Uh, that's my my only knockout loss.
0: <laughs> I did just kind my, had spike, my number.
4: I think he was like four and five or something.
0: Yeah. I did lay some money on Pereira in the fight here. I just had a I just had a feeling. I did. Okay? Yeah.
3: That's 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 good. Make some money Washington Commanders through. got me paid. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh back to this, I I Joe, you mentioned like uh you you, you want to see the fight go on longer. A lot of like my casual uh MMA fan friends. This has uh. This smells a lot like a uh, Weidman Silva, where everyone's like, "Oh, that—that's just what Silva does. He was clowning him, blah blah blah. He didn't actually get knocked out." Uh, a lot of the casuals are are making that fight for Adesanya, but uh, I, I'm with you. I think Pereira just has his number. Like uh, I I, I want to see it go I would back. Also again, it. But also believe, but. Yeah, well, I'd
4: also believe it mirrors that a little bit, even if Pereira beats him twice, it mirrors that a little bit because when that happened, I remember saying to my wife, Silva was the guy. Weidman's just the guy who beat the guy. He's not going to, and that's what I think we're going to get from Pereira. You're telling me the other guys at the top of that division aren't going to beat Alex Pereira? I think they do, most of them, regularly. He just has this one's number, like you said. how about max holloway's probably like max
0: holloway's like let me get some of this (laughs) Um... (laughs) let me get in there and bang with this guy yeah you know and and by the way jace to what you said and i know a lot of people were quick to uh try to you know uh, criticize the stoppage and again i would have preferred a couple more punches but before they before they jumped in but uh, you know, Adesanya got up and, and objected right away. And, and and then after he talked to the corner about it and he, and he considered things himself, he, he got it and he was all right with it. And he's, you know, he wants to get back to work and get that belt back at some point, hopefully. So, you know, and, I, there's bad stoppages and there's terrible stoppages. And I think this one was more towards the middle of stoppages. It wasn't the worst thing I'd ever seen. And you know, I think when you're a referee and you're like oh, this guy wasn't defending himself. I mean, he took a lot of punches in a row there, yeah. regardless of you know, whether he was out or down or whatever the case or out on his feet, he was getting hit. He was getting hit like we've never seen Israel Adasanya get hit in his career. Right? Well, like that mirage like he's never was like oh. yeah. So yeah, it, it I don't know if he didn't look like Izzy actively- at the end.
4: I don't know if he's the referee is actively taking that into consideration that it's the fifth round, but I'm watching that, and the level of fatigue and the number of shots he's taken so far. At some point when you're stopping a fight and saying, get that guy out of there, you have to be taking those things into consideration, And, and from that angle, I was okay with it. Would I have liked to see a little bit more the champ go out on his shield, as you said? Yeah, absolutely, but... I was a lot of punishment for the human being. The fighter I wanted to see stay in there. The human being, I wanted to see him get out.
3: Yeah. yeah. But uh, I will say most likely with how the style Bender has been, he deserves a rematch, I would say. Uh, I think we're going to get this another time around. But if not, who at the top of the middleweight division would be the most fun for Alex Pereira to take on as his first cha- uh, challenger, Joe? Oh.
0: I'm sorry, it's I said LA before I met Robert Whitaker. I don't even know what oh uh, I don't even know what I was saying before. Ignore that. That's who I meant. Yeah, I think Robert Whitaker's gotta be uh if Izzy isn't ready to go in three months or four months whenever Pereira makes his first uh defense. I would think that uh Whitaker would be front and center for uh the first crack here. But yeah, obviously, look if Izzy's good to go, I don't I don't see why you wouldn't run this one back the way he was leading the, I mean again right leon edwards and and Uzman going to run it back that that's kind of what this sports become when you take a belt from a champ with the exception of stepe uh everybody gets a crack right back at it you know uh and if you're uh, moreno and figueredo what are they going on seven fights now so you know uh i don't i don't have a problem with that but if izzy's not next i can't see anybody outside of whitaker being the first guy up
4: Uh, Jared, I wouldn't say anybody else deserves it, but I think Strickland or Vittori is a nightmare matchup for this guy. I think Pereira loses either one of those.
0: I appreciate you saying that. You know how I feel about Marvin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, exactly.
4: Styles make fights, and that's the winnable fight for him. Look at his style and the way that he fights, and what he think about what he would do to Pereira. He's got an iron chin. He's gonna put him up against the cage and uh, wear him down. And I, I think it'll work. It's gotta be. It's not somebody that's gonna pick and pop and outpoint him, because you could beat him thirty eight to one and lose by knockout. You know, so (laughs) it's just not a good plan to style on him. obviously
3: (laughs) yeah yeah i I think uh obviously whitaker would be a fun one uh i I don't like the vittori i don't like the strickland fights i think those are bad fights for him i I think jared cannoneer another guy who's gonna go out there brawl with you uh put that for the championship i think that will be fun but uh I, I don't know. How long do you see Pereira last standing, staying as middleweight champ? I, I don't see his le- reign being too long to be honest. Until with his it.
4: next fight, unless he fights Adesanya.
0: You know what? Not for nothing. We keep saying that about Aljamain Sterling too. And, you know, <laughs> somehow, some way he keeps ending up with the dubs. You know, I don't know. There's maybe there's something about being a champion, you know, who knows, uh, Again, this this was very much about they couldn't find a good fight for Adesanya, huh? and they kind of shot this guy through the rankings quick. And it's not to say he's not a good fighter because he certainly had a pretty good career before he got in the in the MMA and in, into the UFC. But this was, and I think a lot of people expected is he was going to win this thing. And right, that this was a little more personal. This was a little bit more than just about. Uh, about being a middleweight champion this was about something personal. this was a guy who would one up Adesanya, you know think about think about how how much Adesanya hated Marvin Vittori right Marvin Vittori uh is is was at the time and still does claim that he won that first fight. I happen to agree with him but just the idea that he held that over Adesanya, it really pissed Izzy off something fierce and when they well, did fight a second time tough. right when they did fight a second time man is he really put it to him and you know clearly won that fight and uh i think when it came to this particular matchup here i think you know again we've mostly seen is he just sitting back and throwing the counters he was a lot more aggressive in this fight this was personal for him and You know, I'll say this, too. His inability to put people away of late because of the way he's been kind of sitting back and just countering and racking up the rounds and the points. Being a little more aggressive, Jared, it might have left him vulnerable in that last round. Hadn't really, you know, been in a situation where he had fought as intensely for five rounds. And so, again, I think he... In the long run, I I think he kind of shot himself in the foot here. And I'll be honest, look, I I think if this fight had gone on another thirty seconds, I think he would have been laid out flat like Usman was. So they may have actually spared him the embarrassment of the last time sense. Pereira knocked him out, where he was flat on his back and out cold.
3: Yeah.
4: Uh I'll take uh, Br- I'll take Pereira over Brunson. If I'm lining up, (laughs) Um, that's great. I like, I like Izzy getting the, getting the rematch here, but I don't like that. I feel as if in all of these matchups, when I go through those names now, Strickland, Vittori, Brunson, uh, Cannoneer, um, can he stop any of those guys? Like, can he stop as his only way to win by decision? Because I've seen it a lot with boxers. Their only way to win is by decision. And sooner or later, they get a gritty box in a corner type guy. And they start losing fights. They get banged up. They get way too many rounds and way too short a number of fights. And all of those things. And that seems to be, as much as I like this guy, that seems to be what's happened with Izzy here. He's put on way too much mileage and and not gotten a lot of fights out of it. And his only way to win is by decision. Like, can you make 170? What do yeah. we do here?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously.
3: No, I, I think he comes back. One thing I will say about this fight is I'm surprised Adesanya didn't try to test the ground game a little bit more for Pereira, seeing as how long he's been working on that, uh, being him having a yeah. longer career in NBA. Yeah, a- but again, he a- was –
0: he was comfortably winning the fight, yeah. And and you know when he gets into the later rounds, he just tends to sit back, not get hit, throw counters. Most of his counters don't land either. That's how the last few fights have gone for Adesanya. And yeah. so now he's in the fifth round with a guy who's got really great endurance, and who can hit pretty hard, and literally just—I mean, my God, what seven, eight punches in a row landed? That was rough. Uh, and I and I think that was you know I think you know again where where Edwards you know got bam with with the foot uh, on on Usman this was just it it seemed to me like Izzy had had it there and when I initially saw him drop I thought he dropped because he was he was out uh, I I in in reviewing it my thought was he was just trying to not get hit anymore but he was done there and 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 he Instinct was on his fatigue. Sure, I, and I think the fatigue again. I think when a guy falls to the ground to get away from getting punched, I think that speaks highly of fatigue. Yeah, you know. So, though, the, the, look, I've been very critical of Adesanya the past few fights, and and, and, and I, to me, this has kind of come back to haunt him in the long run. Again, being super aggressive early in this fight because this was a a personal thing for him. Left him vulnerable in that last round where you're not going to just sit. This guy's not going to let you sit back and counter. He's coming. And he's got your number yes. already, we kind of thought. And he starts just tagging him. And that was it. It went quick. Yeah,
4: You know, I thought that. I thought that. Arasanya's lucky, Pereira didn't throw a flying knee in that combo. He would have been permanently injured. I thought that. A low elbow. Or a knee, something coming up from underneath while he's doing this.
0: Imagine if yeah, As he, he went was down, in... he came up on him. Jesus. That's part
4: him. of why I was okay with the stoppage. He's never tried to defend himself like that. Like, I've never seen him. It's not that I've, you know, that hurt okay. But when, yeah, like you say, fall into the ground, it was like instinctual defensive.
0: Sure, dropping into the fetal not position, you right? Do when that's you're fighting. yeah. That's if if you were if you were watching two people fight and one guy just dropped into the fetal position, the fight's over, right? You're not gonna keep hitting that yeah, guy, and you're yeah. done. Yeah, yeah.
3: But uh, I I want to see a run back, and uh, we'll see. Chase, I
0: get the sense that you're pissed about this. What
3: I I no, I'm not. saying. it. If you are, say it. I'm not pissed. I just – we – beside – Volkanovski is the last of, like, the GOATs right now. Everyone else – Usman's falling off. Uh, Now Adesanya.
0: You know, funny you say that, Jace. It wasn't – what was it? Not even a year ago, I think, where we were looking (laughs) at all these champions. Maybe back in December, we were talking about how dominant, especially one and two were in all the divisions. And my goodness, here we are, what, 11 months later – whoa all right their faces. holy yeah. smokes man it is yeah up and down the, the roster even the the women's game uh where everybody was from the beginning it's it is yeah jeez yeah. and but I'll tell you what I think that is the beauty of this sport yeah. you know as as much as people respected and loved Anderson Silva or hated the guy depending we all wanted to see him lose eventually we did
4: well and and sh- shout out to uh Spence and Crawford and pa- Pacquiao and and Manny like who just can't or, or Manny Pacquiao and and Floyd Mayweather who just could never seem to get the fights in yeah this is what you would see in boxing entertaining fights competitive fights and the belt changing hands all the time you know, these guys could do a bum of the month club too, but it wouldn't entertain anybody. Yeah. They're all fighting to be at the top. Even these low-level guys, they all got losses on the record. Undefeated fighters in, in MMA are, are, I did that once, ranking the best MMA top 20 and top 20 boxers or something like 17 of the boxers were undefeated and three of the MMA guys were undefeated. And that's what you get. A year later, you're like, wow, I thought those guys were bad.
0: <laughs> right, it's like yes, let's look, huh? Who let's look from that? let's look from two to five and see who's even worthy. And now it's like, oh wow, all of those threes and fours are ones right now. What yeah, yeah. happened?
4: Okay. Give me the hey. kickboxer at thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, but uh, one of
4: these one of these is going to pay off for Jace.
3: One of these. <laughs> hey, dude, Ingunn has been paying off. I'm saying that.
4: Both of your guys look good too. Cade and um Oh, there's 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 another one that just made the UFC was on the contender series you Oh yeah, time. Bo
3: Nickel. Looks, Bo Nickel.
4: There you go, Bo Nickel looks good, man. That yeah. kid looks tough. Tough oh, as yeah. next. Good call, Jace.
3: Yeah. But uh yeah, I brought up Anderson, uh, I mean uh, Alexander Volkanovsky because during this they announced he'll be moving up to fight Islam Mahachev. So to really be the ufc current goat that, that's going to be a big one for him but uh let's go to the co-main event switching things up zhang whaley submits carla esparza uh i feel like now the women's strawweight championships kind of like back in in the swing of things back to being competitive because i mean did that Rose fight with Esparza, that was what it was. Esparza, we knew she wasn't going to hold the championship forever. Now, now we got some competition. You got uh, Zhang up there. You got uh, Andrade. She moved back down to the division, obviously, Rose. Uh, now this division's interesting again. But, Joe, how did you see uh, like this fight? I still feel like
0: Esparza doesn't really want to be a fighter. You know what I mean? Like, deep down, she yeah, dreams of being always... a dentist or... Uh, there must be some other thing in her life that like preoccupies her mind and she shows up. Ben for fight. Stein's wife. <laughs> right? Like, I don't, I don't, I, this, this fight didn't surprise me in the slightest. And Carla Esparza, when, when we, you know, 10 years from now, and we're, we're talking about the good old days, no one's going to bring her name up in any way, shape or form. And for a two-time champion, uh, that's a shame, don't you think?
3: Yeah, that's rough.
4: Um, She's got a new nickname, guys, the sedative. (laughs) Uh, Listen, when I was was a little kid, I used to fart in swimming pools and see if I could swim around fast enough to catch them in my mouth. Um, I think I'd... (laughs) I think I'd rather be doing that (laughs) than watching a Carla Sparza fight. It's like just for her to lose. But why at this level? She's so boring. Rose, get your husband out of your corner and she never should have made it here. She probably shouldn't have won that show in the first place. I think there were like four fighters better than her. How did she get here? And she's literally like put you to sleep. No emotion. Like I imagine she's the type of person that wouldn't understand sarcasm. You know? Like, like she got out and somebody said that was a great fight, and she'd be like, Yeah, thank you. I did my best. You know, she just like she wouldn't get it. She just went if it's emotional, she just she's not on board. I don't and she doesn't I got what does she do that you guys are like, oh, look at Carla. Nothing. Every other person on the UFC roster, I can look at and say, "Ah, oh, there's something there I like." Carla Esparza has just become Carla the Sedative Esparza. I can't stand this. Is but I can't. We're even talking, but
3: like, come, oh, Willie. Really? <laughs> I love it, but uh, yeah, you're right. The the only thing. Good she's done is uh fall ass backwards into two title reigns. I mean, let's be real. Uh, it's
0: not, it's not a bad life. If you're Carla Esparza, no. don't get me wrong. But again, I'm serious. I, 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 we'll, we'll be talking in 10 years about, you know, the, the great women fighters of this era and a two-time champion will be completely left out of the conversation.
3: Yeah, she'll be like the the thousand uh, dollar Jeopardy question under the dude. UFC. It would
0: have been like if Buster Douglas would have like somehow come back years later and beat like Lennox Lewis for the title or something like right, and then he would lose again to uh, Vander Holyfield. And you're like, all right, yeah, no, he does suck. We we knew that. This was never supposed to be a thing. He wasn't. He wasn't great. It was a guy who who. You know, had a good moment. Listen, here's the thing about this sport. And look, all of these people are obviously massively talented. Okay? I don't want to sound like the fat guy on the couch eating Doritos. Like, I would have... I'm not saying that at all. She is uninspired. She's one of the least inspiring fighters that I've ever seen in my life. And I I, I love the women's game. You guys know how I feel about them and and, and the idea that there's no one-dimensional female fighters that I think these women have to train harder than the guys do and learn more than the guys do. But I, 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 if I never see Carla Esparza fight again, that that won't make me sad. That that won't oh, make no. me sad at all.
3: Yeah, I mean I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy, but uh, now that this division has opened up a little, who would you see? Want to see Zang go up against next? Is it Andrade? Is it uh, Rose? Who you got for the next championship, Joe?
0: I'd love to see Amanda Lemos get a shot at at, at, at Whaley because I like, I like the idea of a couple of bangers going at it. These two will trade. You know, uh, my my initial thought is it's a shame that Yolanda Janjacek retired because could I watch her and Ooh. Wiley fight for a third time? You're goddamn right I could. Um, but, yeah, I, listen, I I think Rose, I'm sure Rose will probably get it, but I kind of feel like. Maybe somebody else deserves a crack first and and the person that comes back. Oh, Tony's saying uh Jojano wants to come back. Of course she does. Um, but yeah, I, I'd like to see Lemos.
4: Oh yeah, no, I like that fight too. Lemos or um uh Andre. <clears throat> But I also like, I mean, here I am again, a fight I'm not going to get, but a stylistic nightmare for Whaley is Tisha Torres. they are not going to knock you out, knock her out. She's going to outpoint you. She'll probably win four rounds to one. I'd love to see her get a shot. She's uh, been there a while. Deserves it.
3: Yeah. I mean, if this were a couple weeks ago, you'd be able to say Marina Rodriguez. Jared.
4: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Oh,
3: I'm sorry for that. Who was the,
4: you know who Carlos Sparza is? Is Peter McNeely. Remember Peter McNeely?
0: <laughs> the Hurricane.
4: Yeah, he's like 40 and 0 heavyweight, you know, been doing all the parties, collecting all the belts. Man, Tyson ran through that guy like he was wet toilet paper. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, right. it's as far as I,
3: yeah. yeah, I yeah set it yeah but uh, all right moving on we're gonna stick with UFC 281 but with the who you got we had a great fight in that uh, that third fight uh Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler put on an amazing performance this is like if you want if you want to put someone who's not a big MMA person this is a fight I think you should show them first round duking it out second round completely grappling. Third round, a mix of everything. You got a little bit of everything. So new fans, I think, should watch this. But uh, is this the fight of the year so far? If not, what is? If so, do you have any other – any honorable mentions, Joe?
0: Listen, I'm a big fan of Dustin Poirier. Uh, There was a lot of talk after the fight uh, because Michael Chandler was doing some dirty things in the ring – or in the octagon, rather – and uh, Poirier let him have it uh, towards the end of the fight. And then and then because he's such a nice guy, he he kind of let it go. Uh, when they asked Chandler about it after the fight, he wasn't very forthcoming in what had happened or how it had played out. Uh, and then Poirier, in, in all his honesty, did lay it out and was talking about some of the dick things that Chandler was doing. I think uh, if I'm being honest, though, fight of the year. I still got uh, Glover Teixeira and my man Yuri Prohaska. Uh, that fight was insane. And, uh, again, the way I feel about uh, Prohaska, uh, that's that's my fight of the year. So, yeah, this was close. Well, I'm with
2: you.
4: I'm 100% with you. I want Teixeira and uh, Prohaska for fight of the year in the UFC. And give me Taylor Serrano. You're talking about a fight people should watch to understand the sport. Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano put on a show for the ages. It reminded me of Wilder and Fury 3 and that that fight's not going anywhere. You're going to see recaps of that. Uh, that was boxing's fight of the year so far is Taylor and Serrano.
0: I would agree with that as well.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm with you guys there. I think those are the two big ones. Uh, I, I was going to say chandler gaethje but i forgot that was november of last year because that was a great fight but yeah like, like i mentioned earlier this is a fight that if you want to show I, like it has a little bit of everything mma wise like this is just if you want to show someone who's skeptical about getting into mma uh i think this is the fight you show them because two legend veterans a fun fight to watch and it encompasses all aspects of the sport but uh yeah I'll throw an
0: honorable mention to Burns Chemayev. That was also uh, a hell of a fight. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll throw an honorable mention on that one.
3: Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure when we come to that time of the year, people are going to mention the fight we just had with Pereira and Adesanya, just because of the storylines in that. And then also, I mean, Leon Edwards, like the upsets always get thrown in here. That's why at the end of the year, there's usually an upset of the year. But, yeah, people like to throw them in here. But, those, yeah. I'll say this. Listen,
0: I think if you're Adesanya, at least you walk away knowing that 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 wasn't the knockout of the year that you saw. No. You know what I mean? So, he does walk away. He won't even be, like, in the top five nominated uh, knockout of the year. Whereas, for Usman, I think he's going to see – come the last week of December, the year in review – you're gonna see that that oh, kick. 100%. You're All gonna see that place. kick about five thousand times, <laughs> dude. I
4: just got it. I just got it. Boxing's Carlos Sparza. I've been working on it most of the show. I just got it. Remember Tim Bradley? <laughs> oh, like yes. how did you get here and nobody cares? How? Yes. Why? Like what are you? And you rimming still? Tim Bradley. Stop. Oh, who cares? Oh, go away. <laughs> when's the last time you had a
0: When's the, the last time you, you had a real boxing conversation and you threw Tim Bradley's name up there. exactly
4: <laughs> what you were saying. It's just yep. you go 10 years and they'll be a two-time champion you never mention. He beat Pacquiao. There are some great wins on his record and you would never mention Tim Bradley in a conversation ever. That's the first time Tim Bradley come up. And 12 years, 15 years from now we'll still be doing the show. And one of us will say Carla Esparza and the other two will go, who?
3: <laughs> yeah. Like I said earlier, it's going to be like the thousand dollar UFC question. Who was the inaugural inaugural UFC strawweight champion who also had another title reign, but uh, yeah. yeah.
4: she'll go right up there with Scott Norwood. That's just the answer to a
3: question. <laughs> yeah. But uh. All right, so that's going to do it for recapping the fights. Let's take a break here. Word from one of our sponsors, and we'll get back to preview uh, Saturday night's big heavyweight UFC fight
1: night. My name is Roseanne BC, and I'm a certified health coach uh, with the company called Optivia. I'm a coach because I love helping people transform their health and their lives. There's a couple different plans. Um, it's safe for a lot of different people and a lot of different ages um, and places in their lives. I have so many clients that i have had such great success and there's a portion of the program that is you get your health coach, you get the products, but you also get a community of people who are there. So we do Zooms every Monday night um, nationwide. and if people want to get more involved with other people on the same journey as them, then they can join in and have that kind of support. The website you can reach me at is sacredrosehealthandwellness.com. And um, you can email me from there, or you can book um, a virtual coaching session there where we can get your health assessment started and get you moving in the right direction.
3: All right, Derek Lewis, Versus Sergey Spivak. Um, I know Tony doesn't like Derek Lewis all that much, but I love Derek Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm always gonna go with him. I mean, this is it, it sucks that he's going up against like the darkest fight, like all these like young upcomers. He's that gatekeeper. You got to beat him to get close to the title. But uh, it, does Spivak have it? I don't think so. I'm going to stick with the Black Beast. Derek Lewis all day, baby. Joe, who you got?
0: You're out of your mind. Uh, Listen, Derek Lewis is starting to move into the territory of Alistair Overeem. Derek Lewis has now been knocked out seven times in his career. And... I, I I gotta tell you, New, you know, Spivak can can knock you out. He can submit you any which way. This guy's this guy right here. I don't. How am I doing that? Yeah, there's no way. I I I'm telling you right now, this is going to be one of those situations where, uh, you know, first of all, Derek Lewis likes to sit and wait and throw a big punch at some point and take care of business. I'm not sure uh he's gonna find the time man uh in in this fight i i th- dude Sergey can finish this fight in a bunch of different ways, and Derek Lewis is gonna try to knock this guy out this guy this guy doesn't get knocked out. this guy knocks out people. this guy submits people, so I don't know where you think your man's winning, from, but Uh, this is, this is Spybox' chance to get himself, uh, into the top five in this division with a, with a victory over a gatekeeper and think about where this, think about where this guy was a year and a half ago, Derek Lewis was finally getting the recognition he needed and deserved. And it's been downhill ever since.
4: When you get to a certain level in this game, you need more than one way to win. We were just saying it about Israel Adesanya. Now we're looking at Derek Lewis. It seems like he would have to knock him out, right? Like, do you see Derek Lewis winning this by decision? Like you said, just more versatile. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to see him outpointing us by decision.
0: Yeah, listen, uh, 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 big man's last three fights, first round, second round, first round, and two of those were main events. Uh, right. So here, here's what I'm telling you. He lost two of those three fights. Okay. So he's, he's lost three of four and he's been losing to guys who are better fighters right now. Like, like, he beat Chris Dawkins? Yeah, was championship material. Yeah, mm-hmm. this, uh, perhaps. I, I maybe I, just again. steer clear of Sergeys from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, listen, let me say this: you can never rule Derek Lewis out because he's got that right hand that will that will destroy anything it touches. Okay, he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to. Uh, get to to Spivak here. It's not it's not going to happen. It's just I'm telling you, this guy's too good of a fighter. Too
3: good okay. of a fighter. Hey, I, I mean, uh, I'm not. I'm very scared for for Spivak. He, he's tough, I'm, but this is just a hard overhead pick for me. And Jared, going back to what you said. Oh, I get if you, bro. Yeah, if there's only one way for you to win a fight. The best weight class for you to do that is heavyweight. If you, there's one weight class where all you need to do is knock MFers out, the one way – there's a reason he has the most knockouts in UFC heavyweight history, UFC history.
4: Never been five. Never been five. And
3: honestly,
4: five, eight and a half, nine and a half, ten, sixteen, eleven, eleven, 10, 16, 11, 11. Huh. Number of minutes he's been in the cage during his last three fights, two of which he was stopped. 11 minutes and 11 seconds. A five-round fight? When did he do that? When have you ever seen Derek Lewis in the fourth round of a fight? I'll bet you he morphs into da-da 2000 during the course of the... I'll bet you that he's... (laughs) That he's Kimbo Slice. Early Kimbo Slice by the end of this fight.
0: The oh. last time Derek Lewis saw a fourth round was in <laughs> 2017 when he got knocked out by Mark Hunt.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, Mark
0: Hunt—that's a name.
3: Yes, that I forgot about.
0: Yeah, imagine ago. that.
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah,
4: wow, three, three, two, three, one, one, two, one. Ah.
3: So, so hey, he has
4: seen a fourth round. The first half of it. <laughs> I'm not taking Derek oh, Lewis here yeah and can only win by knockout is right, you know I feel like he that's what he's gonna have to do in a window.
3: yeah but uh regardless it's heavyweights it's a main event. I, mean, I think it's gonna be fun. uh they're gonna be Derek Lewis him trying to knock him out it's gonna be fun Spivak if he does take over wins a decision. That be interesting. You know what
0: though? A, a, a main event that lasts like three and a half minutes is gonna be a little unsatisfying, is all I'm saying. Oh,
4: that That call main yeah, Oh
0: yeah. Let's hope amazing. that let's hope that's a real banger, dude, because I'm telling you, I Kennedy, uh, this fight this fight probably doesn't doesn't go past the first round.
3: No, but it'll be a fun one. Those are always fun. Why would you not want that, Joe? Because I like long
0: fights. <laughs> I like. Big
3: I'm telling you, I like.
0: I like. You know, I want to see people go near the distance. I like fifth round knockouts. That's my favorite thing in in MMA. Okay. And and we've seen that now in a couple of championship fights. I dig that because look, to, that to me says. You know, again, you could look in that card and be like, hey, look, Izzy was up. Hey, Usman was up. But that's the nature of this sport, that I can slip you in a in a moment or, you know, land a couple punches and the, and the fight's over and you just lost. That's what this sport is all about. You're not going to see something like that in a first-round knockout. I want to see someone establish dominance. You also set yourself up for the situation where then you can say, Hey, look, I was beating this guy's brains in and he slipped me. I want a rematch. I deserve a rematch. Right? If they knock you out in the first round, bro, you're donezo. You're not getting a rematch. Yeah,
3: on to the next one. That's what we want.
4: Especially in a fight like this where we've seen it's a heavyweight fight and we've seen both guys stopped. You know, like we know both guys can be stopped. So it's like, yeah, 30 seconds in, somebody gets stopped. How do you know who the better fighter is? Yeah, give me a couple rounds to find out who the better fighter is and then knock him up.
0: Okay. I, I mean, say yeah. that all the time, Jace, to you. I tell you that all the time. That's my, again, it's not like I don't love knockouts. And it's not like, I mean, Masvidal and, and and Askren in the four seconds, give me that all day. I like That was great. But when I got two guys banging and I'm trying to figure out who the champion of the world is, I don't want to see somebody get knocked out in, in a buck and a half. I want to see these guys go a couple rounds. I want to see some things happen, and that'll give me a better idea of who's who and what's what.
3: Okay. I just like seeing killers extended early on to the next one. Bum of the month club. Let's go, baby. <laughs> hey, but, I mean, that is, like you mentioned, like, going that long. Everyone's got a puncher's chance. Like, that's why. Beating a puncher's chances. Don't, don't you think a little
0: bit Stipe getting knocked out in the second round cold is part of the reason why he didn't get an immediate rematch and to this day, he still hasn't and hasn't fought since that night.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had, had he got
0: knocked out in the fourth round after a battle and having already t- you know beaten Nganu by decision in five, Don't you think he would have been like, oh, dude, come on. I mean, I I went four rounds with this guy. Give me a break. Getting blasted early in the second round really was kind of a resounding, I think, for a lot of people. Like, dude, I mean, these guys fight again. It's going to be the same exact thing, right? Now that Nganu's an expert wrestler because he stuffed one takedown.
3: Hey. You, the no, you're right. you're you're right. you, no,
0: you're right. I'm just joking. Obviously, zero gone. You're right. No, you're right. You mentioned right. the, and the right. right. Number two, and you didn't James mention the right.
3: prize. Good prize. Jace is, is right. Do You need me to say it, it again? James I James think right. Carlos
4: Sparza would take Derek Lewis down and submit him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Derek Lewis, Jake Paul, 2023.
3: Hey, I see that. All right, Jared. Punchers change. together.
4: All right, Matteo Signani over Anderson Prestat. This Prestat kid was supposed to be really, really good. He's been upset twice already. One of those Michael Suro, very similar fighting style here. And Signani's uh, comp- level of competition's just been much higher at plus two fifty. I like it. Give it a shot.
3: All right, love it. And good thing we're recording this Thursday night because that fight is Friday night. So. Jared wouldn't have been able to make you make you money if we were going Saturday at ten. Oh, but uh, found he would have found something. You would have found something though. 100 percent Even if it's all the next day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh all right. That's gonna do it for the fights today. Uh great one. Uh hopefully uh I mean it's gonna be rough. Uh with the holidays coming up. I know the cards are kind of dwindling down. We're gonna have a rough spot here. But then coming back. Uh, next month I believe that is the what I mentioned over I heard Derek Lewis has been jogging. Yeah that's that's great. Ah,
0: sing brother Yeah
3: uh and uh Volkanovsky, uh Mahakev that's gonna be a fun one at the end of the year. But uh yeah and big shout out to all of our sponsors uh, make sure you check out Throwing Jabs podcast anywhere you get your pla- uh, your podcast uh, Amazon Music, Amazon Pod- or Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever, Twitch, and then obviously CT uh, TV, pol- CT Politics TV on Amazon, Roku, and Firestick. We go live every Saturday at ten. Got a- some stuff going on Saturday, so that's why we came early this week. Uh, for myself, Big Jace, Joe Guire, and Jared Jones, going to end the show like we always do. And Jared, brother, hit us with that flurry.
4: Out on a limb. Uh, when we have vices and hang-ups and shortcomings, they tend to hold us up in ways that we don't necessarily see ahead of time. So... I was at a function the other day where we were throwing a football around and and an old friend of mine's holding a keg cup without calling it. And he was joking about how catching the football was less important than not spilling the keg cup. So he's doing the whole thing with one hand and thinks it's funny. Um, meanwhile, I'm looking at a kid that was... About three inches taller than me and had 10 pounds on me and 15 years younger. uh, 10 years ago. And now he's 100 pounds bigger than me. And doesn't, you know, while while he was very athletic coming up and there wasn't a sport I probably could have been competitive in. I think the shoes on the other foot now and I'm 15 years older uh, because he's playing the games with one hand, if you know what I'm saying. Um, With that cup in his hand I've heard people talk about decorations uh, And wrapping Christmas presents And having a drink with them And all the things we do with a drink in a hand Or with a cigarette in our hand Or with a coffee in our hand And we're literally living life one-handed And doing all the operations we have to do with one hand It's like, look, I can do life with one hand tied behind my back Um, As fight fans We know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if we're thinking and speaking very realistically, Nick Newell was only going to make it so far. Thanks, guys.
2: Throwing jabs, always full send, here we go again, Jared, Joe, and Jays, Crest, top three corner man, punching in, with a punch's chance we find a way to win, the main event, lock it in, every Saturday attend the overhand is out of hand, when it comes to fist of cuffs, slide a hand on the undercard, you'll never see the punch, uppercut, got you missing weight, feet are stepping late, keep your guard up feeling faint, from a faint take a standing aid, then retaliate, put up your duke, stick and move, bob and been don't lose hope against the ropes, there's always an escape, never stay down, one more round, bells ringing, counter, punch with your chin tucked and go down swinging we bringing crosses with no worship hooks with no verses combinations with no locks when you feel the flurry as curtains from scrub scraps to fight stats relax if you want the facts because the best combat podcast is throwing jabs
0: Hello, my name is Joe Aguilar. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Chowing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird: the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts
3: and so much more by visiting Clovercrestmedia.com.